Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at the Bright Red Desk on the Upper East Side of Manhattan as we're watching the world change around us. Um, today is the Weekly Weather Podcast for the week of March 15th. And I know, hard to believe it can even be wilder, but it can be in this week it is. <laughs> so as we go into this week ahead, I just want you all uh, to kind of, you know, take a deep breath and say, you know, remember, all the astrologers said this was going to be a huge year of change, big, big conjunctions, 36 years, 29 years, 20 years, 19 years, 13-year cycles all happening at the same point, which we all got all excited about, thinking, oh, wow, it's changed. But it is Capricorn. Capricorn is a winter, a winter energy, an ending energy, an old energy. And so this week we have a lot of stuff saying, okay, transformation is upon us. Um, a lot of times when I do a reading for people and they're having a big Pluto transit, which we're having, I will say to them, you know, uh, you know, Pluto transits are kind of like when you turn from a butterfly, or from a caterpillar into a butterfly, you know, and you talk to the butterfly and you say to him, or the caterpillar, and you say, okay, so now what's going to happen is you're going to have a string come out of your butt and you're going to throw it over the branch and then you're going to make a little thing called a cocoon and you're going to crawl into the cocoon and you're going to get all black and gunky. You know, you're going to kind of deteriorate and then kind of, you know, you're going to reform. You're going to go through a metamorphosis. Capricorn's a metamorphosis rule, the alchemical change. And then you're going to hatch. And then your wings are going to dry off. You're going to have wings. And then the wings are going to dry off, and you're going to be able to fly around with all those butterflies out there, and you're going to eat pollen. And the little caterpillar looks at you, and my clients look at me, and, you know, kind of imagine that little caterpillar on the leaf chewing away. And he goes, yeah, right. Well, we've got the string coming out of our butt right now. As a culture, as a collective, as a world, we're going through that metamorphosis. And this week, Mars in Capricorn comes to meet up with Jupiter, the planet of expansion, and Pluto, the planet of transformation, on the same day that the sun is on the world point, crossing the equator from uh, the southern hemisphere to the northern, and we initiate the new season of spring, which is always fun, the Aries ingress. But we are at this metamorphosis moment. The string has come out of our butt. We're all being asked to go into our little cocoons. We're about to go through a big metamorphosis. When we come out on the other end, we'll be butterflies. And our wings have to dry before we can fly, right? That makes sense. We can't just go leaping off any old leaf. But this is a moment of change. And... You know, when I <laughs> when I was doing this year, looking ahead, I kind of went, oh, you know, kind of some interesting aspects there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I looked at this, you know, this March, and I thought this is when the financial changes are going to happen. This is when – so this last week I've gotten a few notes from people that, you know, heard the podcast back when, when I said March is probably when the markets are going to collapse, writing, thank you very much, we got our money out, we're good. Um we are in this metamorphosis, you know, we are in this transformation, we are in this shifting, profound shifting. And this weekend, we taught, I had a workshop downtown, we we had it, we had a few people bail, because not 
safe. Can't got, you know, diabetic kid, can't bring the virus home, got an old parent, got a sister that can't travel. So there were some folks that wrote and said it can't come. I said, no worries. You know, if you want your money back, great. If you want the tapes, we'll tape it and mail it to you. But the chart for the start of the class was sitting at 29 degrees Taurus. We're sitting on the edge of this major metamorphosis. We're about to go over the cliff. It's not like Thelma and Louise. We're going to be okay. We're going to come through on the other side. Totally. Promise, promise, I promise. But we are going to have this metamorphosis. This is the moment. And we're having it as a collective, as a world, as a world. So before I go into uh, this much further, I wanted to read to you something I ran into that someone mailed me or posted to me and I found. Um, And it's someone I know is headed to Italy, but needless to say, had to make some rearranging and will now go later. The owner of the villa they were staying in sent this note. In this hard time of fear and insecurity for all, we would like to share a reflection with you so that we can try to understand more deeply what is happening. And I will warn you every time I read this, I cry. We believe that the universe has its own way of rebalancing things, and the moment we are living in is the proof. In an age when environmental change has reached worrying levels, we have been forced to stop allowing our Earth to breathe again. In a society based on productivity and consumption, where everyone runs after material things, we have been forced to stay at home and to look at the true value of time and life and at the fact that perhaps we are not on this Earth only to make money. We also have the opportunity to appreciate the value in the union of family and the blessings of solitude. In the area of social networks, where we prefer to use socials instead of enjoying the true presence of people, forced isolation may make us prefer our social may, forced isolation makes us appreciate the real warmth of handshakes, hugs and kisses. Maybe from now on we will take all these gestures less for granted. In a social moment, when everyone thinks only of himself, the message should be clear. Greater collaboration and solidarity is necessary because we are all interdependent. We hope that this moment of stop, this moment of stop, can make us reflect on what we can learn from this situation because perhaps the universe is sending us an urgent message of awakening. We warmly embrace you. And, of course, Mars this week is coming in to join Saturn, or coming in to join Jupiter, coming in to join Pluto. And Saturn this week shifts and changes from Capricorn into Aquarius. So it's a very big week, probably the biggest week of the year. Hard to believe, right? (laughs) But it's coming, it's coming. But also as Mars approaches Saturn, it, it is a moment of stop. It is a moment of saying, pause. It doesn't get to Saturn for a little bit longer, but it hits Jupiter this week. It gets bigger. It hits Pluto this week. It gets transformation. We are all having string coming out of our butts. (laughs) We're all turning into caterpillars. We're all our caterpillars. We're turning into butterflies. We're going through this really, really profound transformation. You know, and when I've been, you know, I think about the readings I've done up until now on this, oh yeah, you know, 36 years, 20, you know, and I get people to pull up their cycles and think about the things in their life and think about the world. And as we watch all these structures, Saturn rules structures, go through these profound transformation, Pluto rules profound transformation, that we're all going, wow, 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 wow. At least I'm going, wow. 
um, wow, you know, as I come home and the streets are empty here in New York. Um, and my friend Mark said it feels like um, it feels like Thanksgiving afternoon, you know, and everybody's home in, in their food. Um, it's understanding that we are at this really big pivotal moment. And our job, you know, on a self-reflective basis is we sit home and we, we are with our aloneness, we are with our solitude, we are with our Saturn. We are sitting with Mars, Saturn, and Pluto in a little pile here, kind of inviting us, encouraging us to do the deeper work of our life. We have string coming out of our butt. We're being asked to be in our cocoon. We're being asked to go through this metamorphosis. We're going to be okay. We get to the other side, and a caterpillar has no friggin' idea what a butterfly is like. And when the clients come back to me after they've gone through their Pluto transits and they've turned into the butterfly, they always say, wow, I don't want to do it again. (laughs) I don't want to ever do it again. But boy, did I learn. Boy, did I learn. I learned so much. I learned so much. And that's the moment we're at right now. It's allowing that I learned so much. And I will tell you, this week is going to be very rough. Okay, and I, you know, I say that to you as your astrologer that you listen to regularly, week after week, uh, or you drop in every now and then when you know it's a tough one. But I'm going to encourage you to really, you know, reach out and embrace people, reach out and recognize the universe is asking us to stop, and that is the best thing we can do. It is a global, you know, the planets are on the world point. The sun will be on the world point. It's it's a hard aspect there. World point, malefic planet saying, stop this, stop now. Real important for all of us to say, okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you. I'm going to sit in that quality, of that solitude, in that connection. I'm going to connect with my loved ones. I'm going to connect with the people that I care most about. I'm going to be home with them, obviously, on some level. And I also understand that that, that moment of fear, remember Saturn rules fear. Capricorn is a fear sign. Fear is not the place to sit with this one. What you want to sit with this one is, okay, well, what's the work to be done here? We all have closets to clean. We all have connections to make. You know, I called my neighbor the other day, and I said, hi. She goes, you checking on me to see if I'm dead? (laughs) I said, yes, I am. She goes, well, her birthday's March 17th. So she goes, well, they're not having my my parade this year because we canceled the parade in New York uh, for um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And she said, so... So far as I'm not, I'm concerned, I'm not getting a year older because they canceled my parade. I said, I hear, I've been going to that parade my every day of my life, you know, every birthday for my life. I've always gone to that parade because she's, she's half Irish. I said, well, I'm just checking on you, you know, and if you need anything, you know, you just give me a call and I'll put food outside your door, you know. And she's like, okay. Um, you want to kind of find that space of connection and the space of heart because Capricorns, when we get right down to it, they really love very deeply. They're very, very sensitive little souls. And every Capricorn I know has a very big heart um, underneath. And so this is a time of heart for us. This is a time for us to each look into a space where we're connecting on our bigger heart and where we understand that that metamorphosis, this transformation we're going through now, really is profound for us for a, as a collective, as a culture, and, you know, it might make sense to take your, you know, your phone off alert so you're not getting every momentary thing coming. It will happen around you without you. You can't do anything about it. This is metamorphosis, baby. This is a Pluto transit. We have no control. 
And when you try and control Pluto, he just laughs at you. So your job with this is to say, okay, I'm going through this transformation. I get it. We all are. It's a collective transformation. Hold each other's hands. And I know that's not <laughs> not encouraged in a pandemic. Fist bump, elbow bump. But, you know, maybe go wash your hands for 20 seconds and have them wash their hands for 20 seconds, and then you can hold their hands. <laughs> because th- there's a beautiful play called Hadestown, which I was supposed to take uh, one of my students to this month, and of course it got canceled, so we'll have to reschedule that. My little baby girl Annabelle, we were going to go see Hades Town, um, and there's a scene in it where the devil, or the guy in charge of Hades, Hades says to Mercury, uh, he says, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to make him go through it alone because it's really hard to go through things alone," and he makes Orpheus leave, um, you know, the underworld, but he can't look back at Eurydice and talk to her. And she's like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm behind you. So I encourage you to go Google Hades Town. And there's this scene where he, he says, yeah, it's really hard to go through things alone. We don't do that well. We don't do well alone. We are social creatures. And so, um, you know, connect with your loved ones. Because, of course, if you know the mythology of Orpheus, he gets right to the edge and he just can't take it anymore. And he turns around and looks and loses Eurydice back to the underworld forever. At which point Mercury steps forward and says, I told you it was a sad story, but there is spring. There's a new story. There's a new thing coming. So this is a sad story. This is a hard story. This is intense, and we're gonna be, but we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And the way we are okay is by loving the people we love, by being connected to the people we're connected to in our isolation. Because we are going to be isolated, but we're going to be connected too. And that's important to remember because that makes it a little bit easier. There are some things we have to do alone. We get born alone. We die alone. You know, and then right now we've got a pandemic that we're going to go through. And we're going to go through it alone, but we also have we have our connections. We have our people. We have those who we love. Uh, and that and we have those who are really important to us. So that's part of that's part of what this is for. It makes you stop and really Capricorn transits, Saturn transits, Pluto transits. They make you appreciate. They make you appreciate your life. They make you appreciate who you are. They make you appreciate the choices you made. And they make you, on the other side of them, they they make you go, okay, now I know what I want to do, right? I know what I want to do. So let me go to the moons. But I will tell you, rocking and rolling week. Rocking and rolling week. Going to be big. And uh, you know me when I say that. It's only a two-pager, but actually it's a (laughs) ten-pager. So um, so happy St. Patrick's Day to all the Irish people out there. My mother always said everybody wants to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. So today the moon's in Sag, Sunday the 15th, and it goes void tomorrow morning at 534 with a square to the sun, moon square to the sun. And then at 1225 tomorrow afternoon, it goes in, Monday afternoon, it goes into Capricorn, 1225 p.m., and it's in Capricorn on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it goes void at 8.48 p.m. on the 18th with a conjunction to the Saturn. Now, this week, Saturn is going to enter Aquarius. Okay, He's finishing up his two-and-a-half-year journey through Capricorn. He enters Aquarius on the weekend. So this is a moon square Saturn. Moon conjunct Saturn is kind of big. So he's void uh, 8.48 p.m. Wednesday night till 9.16 p.m. Wednesday night when he goes into Aquarius. And he's in Aquarius Wednesday night 
all day Thursday the 19th. On Friday, he goes void in the morning at 5 a.m., and he's void all day long Friday. And then he goes into Pisces, and he goes void at 5 a.m. with a Venus, moon square Venus. So the moon in uh, Aquarius is squaring Venus in Taurus. So that's, again, a little bit of a – so those are both – those are thus far we've had stressful moons, right? We have the moon on – uh, the moon on Saturn and then the moon square Venus. So that's kind of a deprivation energy or an argument energy. Yeah, maybe argument. Moon in Aquarius, moon in Taurus. How do I balance that Aquarius desire for relationship with the Venus's desire for connection and love? Uh, then at 8.33 a.m. on the 2-1, moon goes into Pisces, and it's in Pisces uh, for Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday it goes void at 10.51 a.m. And it goes void at 10.51 a.m. with a sextile to Mars. So the moon in Pisces on Saturday and Sunday is pleasant with a positive aspect of a nice sextile, earth good working, functional energy. The stresses this week, of course, are pretty intense for two reasons. Um, one, Mars, we, with Mars transits, we, we experience him as he comes in. You know, he's kind of coming in for a landing. And I'd been saying, oh, yeah, when Mars gets there in March, we're going to start these new two-year cycles. They're really big. They're going to go because it's going to plant the seeds of whatever this last bits of um, these cycles are as we get ready to launch them. So Mars this week comes to Jupiter on Friday. And then he comes um, to Pluto next Monday, the 23rd. But as he's coming in is when we experience him. By the time he's exact, it is over. So it's exact at 735 on Friday morning. So Mars joining Jupiter this week makes, Jupiter, of course, makes everything bigger. And Mars accelerates things. So everything's going to really accelerate through um uh, through Friday morning, and then right after he leaves, um, right after he leaves Jupiter, he goes zipping in to join with Pluto on Monday. And of course, Mars and Pluto is war. Uh, this is not war, but one of the wonderful, brilliant women in the group that we led this week is a woman named Maria Wander, um, a lovely Capricorn. <laughs> and her comment was, "Well, you know, war and pandemic reshaped the world." And I'm like, wow, good observation, war and pandemic. So we're we're kind of in a little war here. It's going to reshape our world, going to reshape our world. You know, the bubonic plague, you know, led to the Renaissance. Hopefully it's not going to be like that, but it is a reshaping, it's a restructuring. So as Mars goes into meet up to Saturn and Pluto, he's also riding through their midpoints over the weekend, Right. Um, so he's going to hit Mar- he's going to hit Jupiter and then he's going to hit Pluto and he's on the Mars on the Jupiter Pluto midpoint which is an amplification. In the middle of that, Saturn goes into Aquarius on the 21st next Saturday at 11:58. So he's been in Capricorn for two and a half years. He goes into Aquarius. Aquarius rules air. Saturn rules restriction of. Okay, so you get the get the planetary picture that we're being told here by the heavens. So we've got this acceleration that's going to really amp up this next week. And until Mars gets to Saturn, which is not until the 31st, we're going to be running that energy. And we have a nice, juicy full moon uh, next 
this next, we had the full moon in Virgo. We're going to have a new moon next week on the 24th in Aries. Um, and that one, you know, of course, new moons are always nice. The sun also, bright and early, at 11.50, uh, actually not 11, not really early, 11.50 p.m., the sun enters Aries and starts the equinox on the 19th. So sun on the world point, Mars and Jupiter on the world point. World points make everything bigger. Then we ride that Mars, Jupiter, Mars, Pluto midpoint through the week, and then we hit Saturn going into air at midnight on the 21st. So this is going to be the really big crescendo week. We're going to watch the numbers swell. We're going to really feel the need to take action, but we're going to be blocked or we're going to feel overly accelerated to take action because of the Jupiter and then the Pluto. Mars does not come to Saturn until the 31st. So we're looking at a couple weeks here before Mars gets released from captivity, which will be on the 31st at 2.31 p.m. That's when we're set free. So we just kind of look at this next couple weeks as we're in the, the string has come out of our butt. We're in making the cocoon and we're cooking. Okay? That makes sense, hopefully. And um, listen to your favorite music. Okay, so this week, the sun goes from uh, 25 Pisces to 3 Aries, as I mentioned before, enters Aries on March 19th. It has a sextile to Saturn on the on the 19th, so you're going to start seeing some effectiveness in terms of the authorities and how they're rolling things out. Sun also has a square, a huge square, on the 23rd to the nodes of fate, triggering the eclipse point from uh, the December 26th, so bringing up that story. And Sun square the nodes is a crossroads. That's on March 23rd. We're at a crossroads. We get to decide how we're going to go. Mercury this week, of course, goes back into Pisces. We had a retrograde, remember? You know, you forgot all about it, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Mercury's at the last degree of Aquarius right now, 29, and he goes into Pisces and he gets up to six Pisces. So he goes into Pisces on the 16th, Monday. Of course, Pisces is fluid, water, emotions, people being really a little bit emotional. That's why I'm saying turn off your cell phone, turn on your good music, have sex, get naked, take long showers. You know, the swimming pools in New York are closed. You can't go to the swimming pool. But go out for a walk in nature, you know. Um, unhook yourself. So Mercury goes into Pisces on the 16th. He comes to a um, a trine to the nodes of fate on the 21st. So he is working with the nodes of fate, trining that north node. He's also contraparallel Athena, pushing us into seeing things in a new way on the 21st. And he also is sextile to Uranus, making us change and have changes in how we do things. And that's going to happen on the 22nd. Venus this week runs from 13 Taurus to 19 Taurus. And she has this lovely energy here with um, her sextile. You know, she's in Taurus and she sextiles Neptune. And that happens on the 22nd. So that's really about love. And that's really about connection. And she picks up the phone and calls people and talks to people she hasn't talked to in a while. There's a releasing and a connection of the energy. She also has a square to series on the 23rd. As I mentioned, Mars this week is very aggressive, very active. Um, he runs from 21 cap to 25 cap. So he is running, um, he hits up Athena on the 17th, helping us see things strategically. 
He hits up Jupiter on the 20th on the world point, 22 Capricorn, 22 and a half Capricorn. He is quintile to Chiron, the planet of wounding and healing, on the 20th also. He is squared Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 21st. That's not a good thing. Mars square Eris does tend to be a little bit... Um, a little bit aggressive, a little bit aggressive. And then he hits Pluto on the 23rd, and he also is parallel to Pluto on the 23rd. So Mars is not only conjunct Pluto by declin- by out zodiac degree, he's also conjunct by declination. That makes the 23rd really big. We finish that and we kind of flow out of it into the next two weeks before he gets to Saturn uh so we you know we're going to see the acceleration of stuff and we want to watch it and just really be conscious that this is uh a metamorphosis of our culture our collective our world metamorphosis of our world um then on saturn of course on the 20 he goes into aquarius this week so he's at the last degree the anoretic degree of capricorn he's shouting out his capricorn messages to us And then he slips into Aquarius on March 21st, where he will be for a few months. And then he goes retrograde in the summer, the spring, and then goes back into Aquarius next December, right? So he shifts. So, but he's going in with some pretty, pretty wild aspects. He's going into Aquarius, which is also what is community or how does community, Aquarius rules community, Saturn rules the work of community. How do the communities work together? So that shift is profound just in and of itself, but put all these other ones in, Mercury into Pisces, Mars on Jupiter, Mars on Pluto, the sun going into Aries. You can see it's going to be a really wild week. Trust me, the news feeds will still be there if you turn your news feed off and you go listen to John Denver or you go listen to a Mozart piece. It's all going to keep going without you paying attention to it. And do that if you need some self-care. Um Uranus this week also aspects the nodes of fate on the 19th. We're going to get some surprising news. Neptune is quintile Vesta on the 23rd, which is really much about nurturing and staying home. Vesta is biquintile the south node on the 17th, and it enters Gemini on the 21st. A lot of new books. You're going to be reading books now. Uh, Vesta into Gemini's books. And then um, Ceres aspects the nodes of fate on the 21st. You keep hearing the 21st, right? 21st, 21st, 21st. A lot of stuff going on on the 21st. We're going to see a swell on the 17th because Hygieia, the planet of hygiene, hits um, the node of fate. Now, I will say something which I found actually very comforting. As I mentioned, you know, I've talked to you in the last couple of weeks about I'm doing was doing this workshop downtown. So we did the workshop and in comes Heather from uh, Ronin, Montana, where she lives with her partner, Ren. And we're having dinner Friday night and kind of planning what we're going to do over the weekend. And she says, you know, I think I had it already. And Mark and I go, what? And her daughter, Vanessa, lives in the Seattle area. So she was in Seattle, and her grandchild, her grandson, had a very pertussive cough, explosive cough. And he exploded this cough. He couldn't control coughing. It would just pour out of him. And she said, and I came home, and she's got lungs or one of her one of her areas. She said, I came home, and I had the worst bronchitis I'd ever had in my life. I went to the doctor. He's like, no, no lung involvement. She said, I, you know, incredible coughing. She said, I slept in a chair for a week with the humidifier on, drinking water. You know, I went to self-nursing mode, 
and then it was through to the other side. She said, but now that I'm hearing this, she said, I had no runny nose. Now that I'm hearing the symptoms of this, um, I think I had it. I think I caught it at Christmas time when I was there in Seattle. And But I thought it was regular flu. But it was a different regular flu than I've ever had before. So I was like, oh, okay, listening to that. And I remember she missed a couple of weeks of our podcast. She's like, guys, I'm down with the flu. And we were like, oh, be better. And she was like, yeah. And she said it was different than any she'd had before. But listening to her describe the symptoms, I was like, oh, okay. And I I have another friend who had really bad something and got popped on a respirator down in Maryland and, you know, w- w- you know, went through this enormous transformation, you know, during this thing. And, uh, you know, and I think she might have had it, you know. So because her symptoms kind of matched it now that we're getting the symptoms. So the good news here is we're at this moment of change and transformation. We're all going to be going through it. And we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine on the other side. And it is Capricorn. It is about us looking at our lives, looking at our world, looking at ourselves, and seeing what it is we want to change. You know, I've been talking about it for a couple of years now. What's your vision? You're parting a new cycle. You're starting a new, and we are. There's this whole new chapter beginning that's kind of taking off and taking us out into the new world and this whole new life that we have no concept of because we're little caterpillars on the leaf eating our chewing away. The other thing I want you to notice they're pulling out the stops for this. They can do it for global warming. They can do it for other things. When we all unite as a force together, we are very powerful. We are very powerful. And when the will to change is there, change can happen in a second, in a heartbeat. So this makes me go, yeah, okay, we watched what you did with this. We can do this with other things too. We don't have to, we don't have to roll this way. So on that happy note, I'm going to wish you a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Um, And I wish you lots of love, and I wish you good music and chocolate and uh, love with your beloveds and a cuddle with your cat and or dog and or your neighbor or whatever. And remember to wash your hands for 20 seconds. And I'll see you back again next week. This is Ann Ortley signing off from the weekly weather and wishing you a blessed, blessed journey. And you're bless- a blessed metamorphosis, and I'll catch you on the other side. Take care. Bye-bye.